In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. We are surrounded by needs every day in every place. I mean, everywhere you look right now, there are hurting people. Uh, we're living in a, a world full of wounded souls who need to meet the Lord Jesus and know that Christ is enough. And I think sometimes when we think of the miracles of Christ, we're thinking about what can the Lord do for me? But today I bring you to one of the great miracle accounts that I think has such an application for us about getting other people to Jesus. See, somebody near you needs to know the miracle working power of Christ, the miraculous love and grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I wonder, do we have the heart for those around us in need? This particular miracle is found in Matthew 9. It's found in Luke 5. But I'd like to read to you the account that is recorded for us in Mark chapter number 2. The Bible says in Mark 2 verse 1, And again he entered into Capernaum, Remember, that was his ministry headquarters after some days. And it was noised that he was in the house. You know, when Jesus shows up, everybody knows it. Uh, you, you can't hide the Lord Jesus. He's in the house. And verse 2 says, And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press... They uncovered the roof where he was, and when they'd broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Oh, what a story. Now, for the record, if you keep reading down through about verse number 12, you're going to see that Jesus also healed his physical malady. He raised him up, but notice he started with the spiritual because that's the great need. Every man's first need is spiritual, not physical. There's so many truths in this brief account, and there's several people in the story. Each of them have something for us. You have Jesus, of course. We're introduced to him immediately in verse number one, in Capernaum, in the house. He's the rightful center of attention. And what's he doing? He's drawing people to God. I love the fact that in verse two, he's preaching the word to them. You see, what people really need first is not to see something. They need to hear something. They need to hear the truth. If you want to see God's work, give people God's word. The word has power. It was in the context of the preaching of the word that all of this took place. Then you've got the multitudes. They just wanted to see miracles, of course, uh, but Jesus knew what they needed. They needed the truth. You have the sick of the palsy, who's the picture of every sin-sick soul, paralyzed, that's what he was, incapable of coming on his own. Isn't that every sinner? incapable of getting to Jesus. And then you have these four friends. We don't know their names. Uh, they're anonymous, at least on earth. I guarantee you they're known in heaven, but they're unnamed here. And yet they were men who loved this man enough to get him to Jesus, and they were greatly used of God. That's powerful, isn't it? Think of the power of partnership. First Corinthians 1 talks about being laborers together with God. We get to, to work with God, and we get to work with one another. 
That's beautiful, isn't it? We're all on the Lord's work team. He's the foreman of this of this work crew. We all just have our part. We have our place. If I might say it this way today, everybody take a corner. I wonder, I really do wonder what would happen if all of God's children just took a corner. You can't do everything, but you can do something. You can't touch everybody, but you can touch somebody. And this one man gets not only healed, he gets forgiven of his sins because four of his friends believed that Christ was enough, and if they could just get this man to Jesus, the Lord would do the rest. What a, what a powerful application to all of us. We do our little part in faith, and then God does the rest. Uh, saving, that's God's business. But witnessing, that's something we can get in on. Uh, look, restoring a home, only the Lord can do that. But showing people the love of God, we can do that. Uh, changing somebody's life, bringing the prodigal home, well, only, only Christ is able to restore in that way. But I'll tell you what we can do. Uh, we can speak of the grace and mercy of God to people and tell them that we've been forgiven. You see, we do our part, and then God does his work. Everybody take a corner. Think of it this way. Let me give you two or three thoughts today. First of all, see everybody bringing. That's what they're doing. They bring. That's the Bible word here. They bring one sick of the palsy. Uh, that's, that's what all of us are called on to do. Just bring people to Jesus. That's all you can do. Bring them to the one who can make the difference. Connect people to Christ. The power is not in us. The power is not even in the place. This was somebody's house, but the power is not in the building. The power is the fact that Christ is enough. I wonder, who are you bringing to the Lord? Who are you seeking to bring to the Lord right now? Everybody bringing. And then, number two, everybody breaking. When they got there, they couldn't get in the house, so what did they do? They broke up the roof. They literally tore the roof off the place trying to get this man to Jesus. Uh, there's a, a certain aggressiveness, assertiveness here. We need a revival of that. Too much passive Christianity today. Uh, too much, well, you know, I'm just going to live and let live. No, friend, the world's going to hell. People all around us are dying without Christ. It's time to break something. My pastor used to say, if it ain't broke, break it. He meant by that, sometimes you've got to break things to get them out of their rut uh, to get it to the next level. Well, maybe something needs to be broken in us. Maybe our hearts need to be broken again. Break off excuses. Break away from the normal routine. Break down the obstacles. Break through your own limited understanding. Yes, there's a, a certain strain and struggle in this. You know these men had to work to get the man on the roof, to get the roof off, to lower the man down. But I'm going to tell you, it was worth every bit of it when this man gets forgiven and healed. So everybody bringing everybody breaking, and then here's the ultimate. Don't miss this. Everybody believing. Listen to the words of Jesus to this man. Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Somebody said, that's wonderful. Yes, may I point out when Jesus said that? When he saw their faith. Now, did the man have faith? Yes, the man had faith. But I don't think it started with the man's faith. I think it started with the faith of these four friends. Look, do you want to see sinners believe Jesus? Then you believe Jesus. If we want lost men to trust Christ as their personal Savior, then we need to be living and speaking in faith. We need to be sharing our faith with others. Pray in faith, work in faith, witness in faith. Remember, it is faith that God blesses, faith. Now, the Lord wants to change people's lives all around us, but everybody's got to take a corner. Listen to the words of Romans chapter 1. The Apostle Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, 
to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Do you know why so many people came to trust Christ through the ministry of the Apostle Paul? Because Paul himself was operating in faith and believing God. Uh, would you like to see many more come to faith in Christ and other lives changed and made whole? Then why don't you believe God to use you? Why don't you believe God for the salvation of that lost soul? You, you can't do everything. You can't make it all happen. But you can operate in faith. You can point people to Jesus. You can take a corner. Oh, friend, read the accounts in, in Matthew 9 and Luke 5 of this same story. I hear Jesus say to him, be of good cheer. Sin saddens and the gospel gladdens. Uh, but remember this. This man would never have even been in the presence of Jesus and had that opportunity if someone had not brought him to Christ. Ask the Lord today to give you someone and to help you do something. Everybody, by God's grace, take a corner and believe that Christ is enough. What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the Miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you're making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough. Thank you.